welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you guys in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you joining us the first time, welcome. We're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And for those of you who are regulars, thank you guys for supporting our podcast as we're now in our third year running. We really appreciate that. You guys are awesome. Uh, When we first started this podcast project in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with these inspirational business stories. I see so many positive things happening in West Virginia business every single day that a lot of people never hear about. And my team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great career and business opportunities. They're right here in our state. We want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are actually really getting that done. They're actually doing it. And I'm convinced we can all learn from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to visit with Dan Conant and his company, Solar Holler. Dan, are you ready to get down to business? Absolutely. Let's get going. Dan, I'm excited to have you on our podcast to share your story this week. Dan Conant, everybody, is the founder and CEO of Solar Holler. They're headquartered in Huntington, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Cabell County. Dan is an eight-year veteran of the solar industry. He previously helped start up the largest solar installer in Vermont, the state of Vermont, and served as a technical advisor to the U.S. Department of Energy's SunShot Initiative. He has an MS in Energy Policy and Climate from Johns Hopkins University. At Solar Holler, they relentlessly pursue innovative approaches that bring solar within the reach of people and places who have always been left out. They're on a mission to make clean energy affordable, to rebuild the Appalachian economy, and to spread the benefits of clean energy to those who need it most. I invited Dan on the show today to talk about his company, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into his business in West Virginia. Dan, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your company. Sure. Uh, Well, we started up Solar Holler back in 2013, so we've been going for seven years now. From the very beginning, uh, as you just mentioned, our mission has been to make solar affordable for the folks who always get left out. Mm. Uh, Our very earliest projects were actually with churches and homeless shelters and other community, amazing community organizations all around West Virginia that can really uh, benefit from you know, cutting their electric bills and reinvesting the savings back into doing what they do best. Mm. Um, so uh, from from the very beginning, uh, working with nonprofits and community organizations has been uh, baked into the DNA of of what we do. And uh, and from there, we've just uh, we've just expanded and uh, and kept rolling. 
So these days we're a team of 40 folks mm. spread out across West Virginia. We've got our offices in Huntington and Shepherdstown. Yeah. Uh, so crisscrossing the state. Yeah. And, uh, you know, every, uh, we're building uh, several projects every single week with homeowners and businesses and, of course, more nonprofits across, yeah. across West Virginia. Yeah, Dan, you, so you've been doing this for approximately eight years or so in, in the solar industry. Well, yeah, actually, I'm uh, up over a decade now. Okay, in, all right. Uh, up over a decade now in the solar industry well, uh, altogether. So, so you're, this is all kind of like old hat to you a little bit, but I, I got to ask, how did you get started in the solar business? I mean, what, what was that thing <laughs> that drove you into this, in this line of work? Yeah, uh, well, I've always cared about uh, about the environment and places and you know i grew up just rambling in the woods uh, uh, around around my home holler and uh so i always had that natural appreciation of this gorgeous little place we've got in the earth, uh in uh on the planet yeah and uh when i went off to college uh, I studied environmental science and politics mm -hmm. and really wanted to uh, help move to clean energy from that perspective. But I also knew how important coal and uh, fossil fuels had been to the history of West Virginia. Yeah. And as someone who grew up here and you know saw, saw all my friends from high school uh, packing up and moving away, mm. I wanted to help kickstart the industry in West Virginia to make sure that other folks wouldn't feel the need to, uh, to leave as well. Yeah. So where did uh, you grow up? Uh, so I, I grew up near Shepherdstown in, okay. uh, uh, just out, out in the woods outside of Shepherdstown. Very cool. And, and so, so where did you go? Where'd you get your undergrad from? Uh, so I went to Allegheny college in Northwestern Pennsylvania yeah. up near Erie. Yeah. Uh, and then after college, wanted to move back to West Virginia for to work in the efficiency or renewable business. But literally, there were no companies in the state at that point. There was just no one doing anything like this. Yeah. So, so I started bouncing around the country a little bit. Uh, uh, moved to D.C., New Hampshire, Vermont. While I was in Vermont, mm. um, helped start up an awesome company called Sun Common, mm. uh, and. Uh, and then moved from there to D.C. to work um, uh, work in the U.S. Department of Energy's solar research division, yeah. uh, helping fund really cool tech startups that were developing the newest, greatest uh, solar panels and software and uh, everything associated with us. That's yeah, really cool. Re what a journey you've been on for the last 10 years. <laughs> so bring us back to Solar Holler now. What's your 30-second <laughs> pitch for for solar holler and in other words what is it that you tell people you do in 30 seconds yeah we do everything to bring solar projects to life for homeowners businesses and nonprofits we do we do everything from designing the systems through financing them through installing them so we're a one-stop shop for folks who want to cut cut their electric bills with solar and we'll help we'll help bring their projects to life. Yeah, that's very cool. What's the one thing you're most excited about for your company right now, Dan? Uh, just the incredible growth and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the, uh, the growth of the team. We've got just amazing folks coming, coming out of the woodwork who have wanted to be in the solar industry. And if we're 
finally uh, creating that chance. And um, yeah, we've just got really smart, passionate, talented people. Um, so you know, I mentioned we're, these days we're at forty. We yeah. we doubled the we doubled the number of folks on our team in the in the past year. That's incredible. Well, so, so so what do you attribute that to, Dan? I mean, I, I mean, solar energy has been around for decades, and here you are, twenty twenty in West Virginia. You got a company that's rocking and rolling, growing like the weeds, and here you are. I mean, what what do you attribute that to? Yeah, um, I'd say we're finally at the point where solar is making sense in West Virginia. Yeah. Why is uh, that? Been, what, I mean, what, what, what's, what's that turning point? Uh, it's, it's a combination of a lot of stuff. The technology has gotten more efficient and mm, better. Yeah. We've, uh, we've pulled out all the stops to drive the costs down as well. And in addition to that, you know, just this morning we got news uh, that Appalachian power, uh, uh, the utility across uh, Huntington, Charleston, the southern third of the state, yep. they're trying to increase the rates another 11 percent mm-hmm. um, just this morning. Mm. So uh, uh, it's a combination of the solar technology and installation getting cheaper and utility rates going up. So when you mash all of that up together, solar is just flat out more affordable yeah. than uh, than continuing to pay money to out-of-state utilities year yeah. after year. Yep, that's, that's very interesting. What's the geographic market that Solar Holler serves? Uh, all of West Virginia, eastern Kentucky, and southern Ohio. Awesome. You got that dialed in, it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so Dan, um, with regard to uh, Solar Holler, how, how, long, how long has the company been around then you've been in the business 10 years how long has solar holler been in existence oh solar holler has been in existence for the last seven years uh for the first couple of years we really focused in on developing creative approaches for nonprofits and helping them and helping them go solar okay um so uh starting we started in 2013 uh for our first project uh, with uh, the Presbyterian Church in here in Shepherdstown, yeah, uh, went live the following year, and then uh, we continued continued going from there. Yeah. So, over those last seven years or so, what's what's the one point where you can say that was my best business moment since we've been in business? Uh, it was probably early on. Um, our very first project with Shepherdstown Presbyterian Church. Uh, the entire idea behind Solar Holler when I was starting it is I wanted to finance systems for these nonprofits. They they can't afford to uh, pay twenty thousand, thirty thousand dollars out of pocket for a system. Mm-hmm. And in uh, every other, in all the major solar markets around the state, whether uh, around the country, whether it's California or Massachusetts, you've got companies that finance solar for those types of organizations. Mm-hmm. They, do, they do what's called a power purchase agreement where they'll, uh, the solar company will install the panels, sell the power to the organization mm-hmm. and um, make their money back that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I attempted to do that with the Presbyterian church here, but we actually got shut down by the state public service commission mm-hmm. for violating first energy's monopoly on selling power. Mm-hmm. Uh, which obviously threw my entire business plan into uh, disarray. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
So I went back to the drawing board with a couple of friends here in Shepherdstown, and we uh, came up with a first of its kind crowdfunding program. Mm -hmm. So we said, okay, if the Public Service Commission is going to get in the way, that's fine. We're just going to go around it and uh, develop this entirely new method of financing solar for these types of organizations. Hmm. So what we did is we created a crowdfunding program where we never asked for a dollar from anybody in town. Instead, I asked them to let me install a little remote control on their electric water heater, just the regular old water heater you've got sitting in your basement. Mm -hmm. And we registered all of those water heaters as a power plant on the regional power grid. <laughs> Uh, so now we're, uh, we're essentially day trading electricity in people's water heaters, turning, turning the water heaters on and off every two seconds with our software. Wow. And we, uh, are com competing up against natural gas plants, coal facilities, nuclear facilities with our ragtag group of water heaters. Wow. And we take all the revenue from that and put it into the fund I set up to pay off solar on churches and libraries and homeless shelters. Wow. That's still something that's going on. I mean, you're still yeah, uh, involved. Yeah. With like my, my water heater at home, probably since we've been talking has turned on, on and off three or four times. Wow. Um, and as a result of that, we had, we had a hundred water heaters in tiny little Shepherdstown participate. Uh, the church was able to, we sold, we sold the system to the church for a buck. And uh, ever since then, they've been saving 3000 bucks a year on their electric bills. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, that's a uh, cool because, story. Because of the donated system. And then we still have folks. Uh, so probably the single proudest moment was the ribbon cutting, where we had all the kids who are members of the church uh, out there cutting, cutting the big ribbon, the panels behind us. Uh, we had It was a Tuesday morning, and we had 150 people out from around town celebrating. And uh, it was just a, r a really magical moment hmm. uh, for both the coming out party for Solar Holler that, yes, we're here, we're doing cool stuff, uh, but also uh, it was just really magical from a community engagement side. Like, all, like, it wasn't just us, it was all hundred families that agreed to let us, uh, you know, hook up this great little remote control and uh, and the church for getting behind this crazy idea. Well, it's, you know, it's often said that you can't beat City Hall. And in this case, it sounds like not only did you beat City Hall, but you made a huge impact in your local community there in Shepherdstown. Yeah, and um, from there, too, just, uh, people were always amazed when I told them that this was happening in small-town West Virginia, <laughs> not, not not Boston or right. San Francisco That's or places super, you would expect. Super cool, man. Uh, so I want to use the, the, the flip side of that question and ask you, what is your worst business moment over the last seven years? Take us to that place of your worst business moment, if you would. It, I feel like there's was, a lot of opportunity to, to learn from those kinds of things. Yeah, um, I'd say it was actually at that uh, at that same time, or as part of that same project. So, yeah. Like when we got when we got the notification back that uh, the Public Service Commission was not going to get behind this, even mm -hmm. though, in my opinion, it is legal. Um, I, I think they were reading the law wrong. Um, it, it, like I had left, I had left my previous job to go start up this company mm -hmm. to do exactly this, and everything got thrown into disarray because mm -hmm. of a be because of a legal opinion. Yeah. And uh, so 
you know, at that point I was trying to decide like, well, does it make sense to stay or do I go, uh, you know, like, cause this, this is what I want to do with my life yeah, <laughs> and, uh, d- d- does it make sense to keep, uh, plugging away or should I just, mm. you know, roll up the tent and, uh, head on out? Well, so, it, uh, but it's but clear. Fortunately, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, Dan. Yeah. For, fortunately, we were able to come up with this alternative, which honestly, I'm, I'm way happier with the alternative. <laughs> no doubt. Um, What's in one sentence? Tell us that that one takeaway from that total experience that you had. Um, that there is an unlimited. Uh, there are an unlimited number of ways that you can pull cool stuff together. Mm-hmm. Uh, as as long as you're uh, like deep in the weeds and uh, thinking creatively about how to pull really uh, pull together things that you don't necessarily think have anything to do with each other. Hmm. Yeah. Very Um, cool. That that was the entire mindset there. I want to take a a second just to mention some of the uh, incredible sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, Dan, and they are the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. The financial support we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Once again, our guest today is Dan Conant with Solar Holler, based in Huntington, West Virginia, and they also have an office and operation over in Shepherdstown, West Virginia. Dan, I want to get back uh, back into it. What is the vision that you have for Solar Holler long-term? Uh, long-term, we want to make sure that solar is absolutely the most affordable source of energy for anyone across West Virginia. And we want to make sure that Appalachia doesn't get left behind as the rest of the world moves on and uh, moves towards renewable energy. We, we want to make sure that uh, our state can continue powering the rest of America just like we have for the last 150 years or just yeah. you know, do it for the next 150. That's pretty cool. Dan, I got to ask you, how did you come up with the name Solar Holler? Um, I loved the alliteration. I also grew up in a holler. Yeah, you uh, mentioned that earlier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so, so I, I, I grew up a holler. Uh, and uh, yeah, it, it just it just made perfect sense for something that is as homegrown as our sunshine and uh and our energy here to uh build that into the name yeah how do you attract new customers um lots of word of mouth you know Mm -hmm. there's just you know we we're a small state we like to talk and gossip and Mm -hmm. uh and word gets around yeah what's one of the biggest challenges that you face right now um i'd say we are we are a small uh, population-wise. We're a small state, but we're also really spread out, mm-hmm. and uh, that makes the legit the logistics of pulling off construction projects and uh, that are you know three four hours away. Uh, mm-hmm. It can it can make that kind of difficult, um, especially once you get out into places with no cell service and right. Um, you know it's. And beyond that, like one of the coolest things about the company, but also a challenge at the same time, is just that we it takes so many different kinds of people to pull these uh, projects. We say it, it just takes all kinds. 
Um, so, you know, we've got amazing electricians, we've got designers, we've got uh, marketing and sales folks, we've got the warehouse, we've got project managers, and like, so we have all these different roles uh, within a tiny company, and it uh, it keeps it interesting uh, trying to find the right mix of folks to handle anyone. Yeah. So, so, so as I understand it, just from talking, um, uh, just a, a little bit of time we've spent together so far, it sounds like you guys can design a system uh, for a business or a nonprofit or a residential uh, client customer, design that thing and install it, get it up and running the whole nine. So it's like soup to nuts, basically, for any kind of solar project that you that, that a business or a nonprofit or a, a, a homeowner might need. Is that do I got that right? Yep, that's correct. And um, uh, even when we're starting out with folks, before we even get to the actual building of the stuff, we uh, go into an incredible amount of detail mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, modeling out systems. Yeah. So we're able to. Uh, you know, just when folks come through the door, we're able to create 3D models of your roof and trees and the nearby ridge lines and everything going on at, at your place. Mm-hmm. Run, runs uh, runs sunlight simulations, so we know where the sun is every hour of every day of the year in order to figure out how much uh, sunlight's going to hit every square inch of your roof. Yeah, and and then run that through all of our electrical simulations, so we can give you a really precise estimate of uh, what the uh, how much solar you'll be able to produce uh, run that through our electricity bill calculators that we've developed and uh, and spit out the the uh, costs and savings uh, for all of this so we start with that level mm-hmm. of detail where mm-hmm. we're going out to six decimal points and mm-hmm. then uh, yeah. take that all the way through that kind of uh, detail and um, and attention all the way through every step of the process. Now, is it is it a, kind of a case where you're able to, um, if there's an abundance of sunlight in your particular geographic location, that you can sell some of that power back on the grid? Or is that, how does that all work? Yeah, so we have what's called net metering in West Virginia, which means that uh, on a sunny day when you're not home, like it's to, today is Monday and it's gorgeously sunny in Shepherdstown, I am not home right now, so we don't have much uh, stuff uh, going on in the house. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, a solar system would be uh, feeding back into the grid. Okay. And the, uh, building up credits on my electric bill. Cool. So that I can then use those credits at night or uh, over rainy days or in the middle of winter. So mm-hmm. you can actually run up the score during the long days of summer and carry those forward into the long nights of winter. And simultaneously, your hot water heater is turning on and off, generating other sources for you That's as correct. well. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> I wanted to tie that back in. That, I thought, yeah. I'm still mesmerized by that story. That's really cool. Uh, Dan, I want to talk a little bit about your experience as an entrepreneur. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. that's one of the things that we we here at Interaction Media really are trying to foster is entrepreneurship throughout the state of West Virginia, and we're just trying to shine the light on that as much as we can. What's one piece of advice you would give to young people out there who might be listening to this show, that's part of our audience, uh, as they are thinking about starting a company and trying to do something like you did? You know, you left the state and you came back and you started this company. 
give, what's one piece of advice you would give? Be ready for a lot of risk. <laughs> there is a lot of risk with starting up a company. Yeah. And it's not for the faint of hearts. <laughs> uh, starting up a business in, a, in and of itself is a roller coaster ride. Mm-hmm. And then in our case, too, we've got the, uh, we call it the solar coaster, oh, where okay. it's uh, just all of the, uh, you know, all the policy changes, uh, new tech. It just, it's, it's mm-hmm. a crazy world. And, uh, so we're constantly, we're on those two, uh, I am on those two uh, roller coasters at the same time, just trying to run a business at the same time that you're trying to run it in, in, a rapidly changing uh, industry. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so, that's good um, stuff. so I'd say be steal yourself for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, I wish I had had an HR director earlier in the process because there there are some things I'm really good at and there are some things I'm not Mm -hmm. and that's okay. Uh, But I I wish earlier on I'd had uh, someone who was, uh, and we've got an amazing woman now, uh, Neva, who's our HR director and she's she's been a huge help. I I just wish I had found Neva five years ago. Yeah, yeah. So so at what point, I think that's a good point, a very excellent point that you make, but at one point in the company's growth, did you feel like that would have been the thing to do? In other words, was it five employees or 10 or now you're at 40? At what point would that have made sense for you? Probably 10. Yep. Good. That's good stuff. What's one thing you do every day, Dan, that you think contributes to your success? Um, I like to make my rounds with everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm not just in... Uh, often the corner office, like, uh, you know, just by myself, I, I mm-hmm. actively go around and uh, talk with everybody, see what their challenges are, see what mm-hmm. the celebrate successes, um, constantly, constantly uh, kind of keeping, keeping a pulse on what's going on. Yeah. Management uh, by walking around. Yeah. Man- managed by management by walking around and listening <laughs> yeah. and uh, kind of soaking it all in. That's, that's great. Um, Absolutely. Uh, the, t- the, t- the team might feel like I'm constantly over the shoulder, but it's not <laughs> What's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Maybe it's a piece of software or something like that. Mm. Uh, having friends outside the business mm. to just bounce ideas off of. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, just having having an emotional support network is, uh, is really important. Yeah, except for, especially when you're on that solar coaster, as you yeah, described. Yeah, exactly. That's awesome. What's one book or podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring business people or aspiring entrepreneurs? Um, my favorite on the entrepreneurship side is uh, uh, How I Built That with yeah. uh, uh, from NPR, oh, uh, where they yeah. uh, talk to, you know, some uh, entrepreneurs you've heard of and others that you haven't and Mm -hmm. uh, just hearing their stories. uh, That's, uh, that's been a go-to source of inspiration over the last several years. Yeah. And I think, um, I think you hit on something there when you use the word inspiration, because I think uh, a lot of entrepreneurs that I talk to, that's, that's the thing, you know, there's so many things that can be a distraction in the day to day that how do you keep focused? You know, how do you keep focused and not, 
drawn to the distractions, right? And and having that uh, having that motivation and inspiration. And I think it's uh, it's good to hear uh, stories of others that are doing some cool things. And maybe even, you know, that's why I loved your challenge uh, and and the solution that you came up with when on your very first project. I think that's going to be a lot of inspiration for people listening to this this particular episode. That's that was an awesome story, and I really appreciate that for sure for sure. Uh, Dan, we've covered a lot in this interview. Is there anything else that you'd like our listeners to know about, you know, Solar Holler or your story? Um, I'd say if if folks are interested in taking a look at what the numbers look like, we're always here uh, to kind of run all of those simulations I was talking about and mm-hmm. uh, give folks a sense of what it could look like. Um, and and that's that's a free assessment. Yeah. So. Well, how can our how can our listeners learn more about uh, Solar Holler and maybe even get in touch with you or take that mm-hmm. free assessment? What's the best way to do that? Uh, the best way to do that is to go to our website at solarholler.com, and Holler is H-O-L-L-E-R. Mm-hmm. So solarholler.com, and then uh, you can see all the photos of uh, like dozens of our recent projects on our Facebook page. Yeah, that's awesome. And we'll um, make sure we have links to your social media and your website on the show notes portion of the podcast as well. Uh, Dan, it's been a real honor to have you on the show today. I think what what you're doing with your company, Solar Holler, uh, across the state of West Virginia is is really cool. And and it's a very inspirational story uh, for a young person to to grow up here in West Virginia and then want to make a difference after you know, moving away and, and working elsewhere in a couple of different other states and then moving back to West Virginia and starting this thing. And now you've got 40 employees. And I just think that's really cool. And I just want to encourage you to keep up the great work. Awesome. Well, thank, thanks so much for inviting me on today. I really appreciate the chance. Yeah, yeah, my, my pleasure. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Dan Conant and his company Solar Holler, uh, based in Huntington, West Virginia, and also over in Shepherdstown, West Virginia, our hope is that we, in some way, inspire and motivate our audience by sharing these success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. Of course, we appreciate your comments, encouragement, reviews on iTunes. That that always helps. Uh, And we encourage you, of course, to uh, share these stories on your social media channels as well. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.